finances, a breakthrough in your family. I need about 50 people to shout breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. Come on, somebody shout breakthrough, breakthrough. Come on, somebody shout breakthrough. Come on, clap your hands up high, everybody. Come on. guys welcome to season two of avalanche podcast we're so excited to be back it's been seven months away from this so it's very exciting to be back i'm joined by my friends carolis emily and sammy god bless you guys right isn't it amazing finally to be back it's been it's been uh, we were talking uh uh, last uh one of these friday services that it's incredible how time has flown by Mm -hmm. it's it's been what well the last time we had a podcast was 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 Oh yeah, because it was like about sessions about love, right? I remember listening to them in school too. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) man, that was when that was when you were like a junior, a junior, and now you're a senior, bro. Look at you, nice. Yeah, but y'all, I'm telling you, time flies, and and this quarantine was, oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, even though we're still kind of like you know, still going distance and all that, but. You know, yeah. we're, it's been such an adventure, but it's nice to it be back. Been. It is. Yeah. So, guys, today's word, today's podcast is going to be focused around the title "breakthrough." Yeah. Um, nice. This is something that God has placed in our hearts. It's something that we want to share with you guys, um, and we hope that it really impacts your lives. That it really um, helps you where you're listening to this, whether you're, whether at home or in your car, doesn't matter where you are. God can always touch you exactly where you are. Yes. So, let's Amen. go back into like a little bit of what breakthrough is. Um, so I actually searched this up into Webster Dictionary, and it says the definition of breakthrough is an offensive military assault that penetrates and carries beyond a defensive line. Hmm. So what do you guys think wow. of this? What do you guys make of this? Yeah, well, that's like the literal meaning of breakthrough. But mm. like, I think today we're going to be focusing more on the spiritual aspect yeah. of what mm. a breakthrough is. Nice. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Amen, amen. So we've really kind of narrowed this down, and we've wanted to make it more of bringing testimonies, bringing stories from the Bibles yes. in order to bring this message to you guys. Yes. Um, and we, we want to start off with the story of Esther. So, yes. Emily, if you want to give us a backstory of what Esther Esther is all about. Yes, okay. So, Queen Esther, um, while I was looking up Bible stories for this topic of breakthrough, Esther really resonated in my heart and really stood out. So... Esther had a breakthrough when God gave her the courage to change a death decree into a life-filled victory for his people. So Esther was an orphan, a Jew, who suddenly found herself as the wife of a king. And while her time as a queen, um, the Jewish people were sent to be killed. 
Um, so like a mass extinction, basically. Mm. And Esther felt fear and doubt. But even though she felt fear and doubt, she humbled herself before the Lord through fasting and prayer. Mm. So I just want to read one verse. It's Esther 4.16. She says, Go gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan and fast for me. Neither eat nor drink for three days, night or day. My maids and I will fast likewise. And so mm. I will go to the king, which is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. And by doing this, by fasting and praying, she was able to let God divinely guide her, which allowed her to have a breakthrough from fear and uncertainty and step into the victory that God had for her and her people. Amen. I think wow, that's, that's so powerful. That, that, that's awesome. And what I really like about Esther's story is like, if, if of how she found that opportunity, right? Like, uh, you know, she's such a great tool. Yeah. And, and like you said there, I mean, she was, she was, pretty much standing up for the people that were about to be her her own people yeah. that were people. about to be persecuted exactly. yep. and it was and, just one against everyone right absolutely right so it was just it, it was her job to to plead you know uh, 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 you know yeah. to the king yeah. and and then it was i i know there was a moment there was a, some doubt they were like oh my god should i should i not yeah. but if i go i'm gonna die but yeah. you know what she ended up taking the she the, gave that into the yeah, lord she, yeah she she was Amen. like you know what Amen. all right i'm all in you know because yeah. uh, you know they they told her hey if you don't step up Somebody will. Hey, you yeah, know the, the exactly. Yeah. So you know, if you don't step up, somebody will. And then that's when she was like, "Okay, you know what? Nah, I I, I gotta step up." Yeah. Then, and you God know? gives you that courage. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. If you absolutely. ask for it and you humble yourself before the Lord, He gives you the courage. Yep. He gives you that extra little oomph right there yep. to like push exactly. you forward. God put her in that position for that reason. Like she, you said she wasn't like anything before, an and then she wound up. Being, yeah. yeah. She was an orphan. Mm -hmm. She wound up being the the the, the queen. Wife. Yeah. Of the king. It's so amazing. That's just grace. And God put her in that position. That was her purpose. Yeah. That's amazing. That's, that's so powerful. And I was actually looking more into this specific book. Um, and there was something that really caught my eye. And it's the fact that God, like as in his name, is never mentioned in the entire book. You guys that's know right. That? But sometimes we don't need his name to be mentioned. No. Right? Sometimes he, his name doesn't necessarily have to be like um, something so so important in our lives right of course he's important but what i mean is that sometimes we expect for such obvious signs but yes. sometimes you just have to lose in the you. silence exactly mm -hmm. he was working in the silence and yes. he still he he put her exactly where he needed her to be and exactly at the at the point in time for her to act and i just look at this back into context and back then women especially as as queens as the wife of the king had barely any importance but even like that mm -hmm. She was able to do so much in her life. She was able to bring so much salvation and so many people to God's feet. She was going to get killed because the king hadn't sent for her. And by going before the king, that alone was risking her life. Oh, yeah, and she absolutely. did it anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she gave in her life. Yeah. Yes. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. That, 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 that really goes to show you how courageous women are. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it, it really is. Uh, I, I'll give that to the ladies because you know you you're coming there. I mean, you could it could be the last day for you. So yeah, no, very courageous. Uh, I, I like what you just said, Sammy. It could be the last day for you. And I think for Esther, every day could have been the last day mm -hmm. for her, right? Mm -hmm. Every she day was she, like was, a, she was like in disguise. Oh yeah, yeah. Every mm -hmm. day was every day was such a there was such a, a threat against her life. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, but she didn't care about that. So I think that it shows us. That it doesn't matter what mess you're going through in your life, right? That's it could, right. it could, your day could go by so, so hectic, 
but God is still going to fulfill his promise with you. Okay. And so I think that even though Esther probably um, maybe never, um, even though she knew that God was there, but God was working in the silence, she understood that there yes. was a God working in the silence and that she needed to fulfill her purpose. Yes. And right. I think that's important because Esther was really able to put God in front of her. And she yes. was able to, she was willing to give her life for mm. God. That's right. Amen. And Esther really took, like, a big risk there. Because I'm not sure if the king didn't know that she was Jewish, did he? No. no. It wasn't until later that she yeah. revealed. So yeah. he he could have, like, if God didn't show, like, if God didn't make him love her as much as he did, he could have mm-hmm. just been like, oh, you're just another Jew. And he could have mm-hmm. cast her away. And yeah. Then her influence would have meant nothing. But yeah. because she had faith and she fasted, she prayed, then God was God worked through her. To make a change and save to her have people. a breakthrough yeah. Yeah. for the and, church and not and only in her exactly for yeah, his for people, his people. Her there was such people. a change in the hearts of the jews yes. that came from god but that also came from her because she was able to sacrifice herself right yes and so yeah. it's easy to sometimes blend in every everybody else right yeah. sometimes easy to just follow everybody else and what they're doing but i think esther shows us that it's the importance of being able to stand out and being kind of the leader like maybe yeah. in your group of friends or in your family um leading more people to the church leading more people to god and i think that's very important here. her yeah, name means star so mm. i yeah. think we all need yeah. to be a star for jesus <laughs> <laughs> you got that one Emily. i'll give you that that was a good one <laughs> if she didn't do that like i don't think like i don't think if she didn't if she didn't stand up for her people i don't think anyone else could have because she was really the only, the only that re- that connection that she had, had with the king. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She was she was a a, a great yeah. tool, in, in, you know, in the yeah. in the hands of the Lord, yeah. you know, right there to to defend His people and, and stand up for them, and yeah. oh, she did a tremendous job. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like what you just said, Corolla, she was like yeah. right in that position that she needed to be. She was the only one probably capable of doing that, not just because she was the queen, but because she herself was part of this group. Yeah, and I think that that just proves that. Anything can try and challenge what God has for you. Mm-hmm. But if it's meant to be, it's going to happen one mm-hmm. way or another. Because there were so many obstacles that came through Esther. And there were so many people that didn't want her. Even even once they found out that she was a Jew, there was such a rejection, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. And so I bet that maybe even the Jews kind of rejected her. Because they're like, why does this... Why does this one get special treatment, right? Yeah, like why is she why is she praised or whatever? Yeah, exactly. Why is she praised and why is she so different? True, but you get a different perspective there. Exactly, yeah, that maybe yeah. maybe yeah, there were people out there, you know, that you know had some envy, you know, that you could say uh, towards her just because she managed to get all the way up, up there to the top. Also, mm-hmm. one note: she might have been thinking, "Well, what could God use for me, like mm. an orphan?" You know, I have no family. I have my uncle, Mm -hmm. but God used her beauty. Things that she didn't see in herself. God took them and used Mm -hmm. them for his purpose. So he used her, her beauty. He used the way she spoke to the king, the way she spoke to the king's advisors. Mm -hmm. He used her intelligence. He used her mind. He used her grace to achieve his purpose. That's right. So even if you're thinking, well, what can God use for me? Like, I don't have, like, I'm no queen, you know, you Always, always, God will make you capable, and he will use, you'll always have certain qualities that God can use for his yeah. purpose. Right. And I like what you just said, because um, I feel that 
I, I, I put it like in my point of view, right? If I was Esther, I'm, I'm sure that Esther was humble. I'm sure that she didn't think, oh, I'm beautiful, so I'm definitely going to get this. Exactly. Um, I'm definitely going to win the pageant. I'm definitely exactly. going to be the, the wife of the king. She didn't want to. Exactly. So sometimes, you just said something. Yeah, that's amazing. She didn't want to. So sometimes we refuse yes. what God has intended for our lives. Mm-hmm. But, but we have to acknowledge that God gives us everything that we need. So we have all the requirements for the position that he wants us to Amen. be in. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So it doesn't matter if you're an orphan. It doesn't matter where you come from. Um, if God has placed it in you, then you will achieve it. And I think that that's so powerful because you have to let God do his will for you to achieve your breakthrough. Yep. That's right. Amen. Absolutely. So I wanted, that, that's the story of Esther, and that's so powerful. We kind of wanted to tie it into the story of Saul, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Carlos, can you tell yeah. us a bit about the story? So the story of Paul the Apostle. So Paul the Apostle, he's actually one of the most influential leaders of the early Christian church. He played an important role in spreading the gospel in the first century and he was a missionary. He took many journeys, and he spread the word throughout the Roman Empire. But and he even started like over a, do- a dozen churches. And he's like he has some of the like the most books in the Bible with thirteen. Mm. And uh, he's considered one of the most influential people in all of history, actually. So, despite all this, uh, before he was a pioneer of Christianity, he was he actually was known for persecuting Christians. Mm. So in the book of Acts, it tells That's us that. Crazy. that yeah. crazy. <laughs> so it tells us that Paul was present at the death of the first Christian martyr, which was whose name was Stephen, Stephen or Stephen, mm-hmm. and he was and Paul even approved of his stoning. Mm. So Paul was a Pharisee at that time, and he hated Christians. And uh, when Stephen was stoned, Paul he watched and he approved, and he held him, and he held, and Paul even held himself in like high regards as a Jew of all Jews. He was like. He was, and this was actually the prime reason for his hate and persecution of Christians. So he saw Christians as a scourge against Judaism, and from his perspective, they were blaspheming against God and leading his people astray. Mm. Mm. So he believed Jesus was like he only he believed Jesus was a man, and that therefore he was rightfully executed for claiming to be God. So since followers of Christ continued to spread that idea of Jesus as God, Paul saw Christians as sinners of the worst kind. So now we go back to Stephen. So he was the first Christian martyr, and he was preached. He was stoned for preaching the gospel. So, uh, so then in First Acts, uh, chapter seven, it tells us that uh, the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul, and Saul approved of their killing him. So now you may be wondering, so who is Saul? Right here mm-hmm. it says Saul, but we're talking about Paul. Mm. So. That is actually, this is where the breakthrough comes in. So before being known as the Apostle Paul, he was known as Saul of Tarsus. So he's mentioned several times as Saul, and uh, his persecution was known throughout the land. So in Acts chapter 9, verses 1 to 2, it says, Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went, he went to the highest priest and asked him for letters to synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. So here we're told he's going to Damascus. So this is actually interesting because this is where his breakthrough happens. So on his way to Damascus to, you know, to try and find any Christians to take prisoner. Before we get there, I mean, yeah. I think it's it's crazy to to be able to acknowledge uh, like how how he was he was a persecutor of yeah, Christians. Yeah. Like he went and you know hunting them down, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's it's 
it, it astonishes me and it blows my mind how how he thought he was in the right. Yeah. He, yeah. you know, he was like, oh, I'm doing the will of God. I, I, I he really thought he was doing the right yeah. thing. And even he, as a Jew, like they're told, like we're told not to murder. So yeah, and, and he, he was still he going out. The, the murder. <laughs> yeah, like, that was that was crazy, and you know, and, and, and you know, and poor poor Stephen who who got uh you know stoned yeah, to death stoned, you know yeah. but uh we know at that moment you know he saw the you know the heavens and and, and god yeah. just yep. take him up there in that moment yep. but you know what a horrible way but you know but that's that that's what he was doing during that time like he yeah. was persecuting them and and oh man but it's it's such an a, amazing thing that how god can can all of a sudden transform you in a blink of an eye yeah. you know and, and and really make that 180 degree turn and and yep. and, and it, completely changed even his name uh, yeah, yeah. His <laughs> there whole you go. identity talk about change changed. right yeah. you completely change uh, you know a hundred percent to the point even your name changes the name is such yeah. a big part of who we are as a person absolutely so god even changed saul's name from saul to paul mm. changing his entire identity to christ well, sometimes Emily, our names might not be just our actual name, but the names we put ourselves, right? Mm. True. Um, what, True. What positions we put ourselves in, or True. what titles we our put titles, ourselves in. Our titles, yes. And then all of a sudden, you go from a persecutor yeah. to now a, a conqueror, and you're yeah. uh, being an apostle. You're opening churches. You're it's you're just gaining lives yeah. after lives, yeah. you know, for Christ. So that that's amazing. So th- tell us where this yeah. breakthrough happens. So this breakthrough on his way to Damascus to to find prisoners to take in, which were Christians. He, so I'm just summarize Acts 9, verses 9 through 9. So on the road, he, a light from heaven flashed around him, and he fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Mm. Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, he replied. Mm. At this point, Saul was absolutely terrified. Saul asked, Lord, what do you want me to do? And Jesus replied, now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. So Saul now knew the true identity and power of the one he had been persecuting, but he had not yet, he had yet to learn of Jesus's grace and power to heal. So Saul then gets up, he's astonished, but he's blind. So the people that are with him on his way to Damascus lead him into, into the city where he meets uh, a follower of Christ, Ananias. Mm-hmm. And Ananias, God spoke to Ananias and told him that he was ordered to find Saul and restore his vision. So this is probably my favorite part of the story. So when Ananias questions God about Saul's persecution toward his people, <laughs> Jesus answers saying in Acts 9.15, he says, Go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. So that's I think crazy. that's just crazy. Like, that, that, that is. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? Like, uh, you're Ananias. I mean, poor, poor guy, man. He's like, it, it's like, I, I mean, you're... You're talking about a persecutor of Christians. Like, yeah. he was known yeah. for that. So it's not like, oh, he, he, he's yeah, a nobody. He like, he was known for that. It's like yeah. a, you you think of a, an ISIS leader who mm. killed Christians yeah. right now. And yeah. then they're like, yeah, take him in. You know, God's telling you, take him yeah, in. Take him, him into your house. Yeah, show him how. Yeah. You yes. And then you're like, I'm like, and you're like, God, do you know who that is? <laughs> like, <laughs> are you, are you, yeah, are you confused? But like, hey, I mean, once the Lord speaks, it's like. Okay, you know, he, he does it for a purpose. Yeah. But the response yeah. that the Lord had for him, like, yeah. wow, like, he's a vessel, I'm going to use him, and sh- bro, did he yeah. really use him? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's like, awesome. Yep. Even if, like, we stray from God, God's always, like, 
like in our lives. He's always with us. He doesn't want us to like be persecuted. He doesn't want yes. us to go to hell. That's right. He, he says, wants us to be yep. with him. He wants us. He wants to use us for his like to spread his name. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He says, "Why do you persecute me?" Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. by Saul um, persecuting all these Christians, mm-hmm. it just shows how close of a relationship God has with His church. That's right. Yeah. Saul doesn't say. Why are you persecuting all these people? Yeah. Why are you or persecuting them. all these yeah. right? exactly yeah. all mm-hmm. these Christians? He says, "Why are you persecuting me?" He mm. takes it personal when it That's comes right. to his church. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine just to change the perspective a bit on it, because I, I imagine Paul. He thought that he was the cool guy, right? He thought he was the yeah. guy in charge of everything. Yeah, he saw um, himself mm-hmm. as like a high yeah, leader. Yeah, exactly. Like but sometimes this dude. is what you see in the exterior, right? Mm-hmm. So now we have to see inside, right? I, I can only imagine that Paul. Um, was so deteriorated from his soul, right? Because there was yeah. God wasn't in his life, mm-hmm. um, and I think that what Paul most needed um, in his life, Saul most needed in his life, was God. And yes. I think that he simply had too much pride to yes. show that. Yes. But that's what he truly needed. He needed to yeah. hear God's he word because exactly because yeah. when God speaks to him, it says it right there. He accepts him, right? Yeah. There, so there is no denial. There is no hold up. There is no but this, mm-hmm. but that. Mm-hmm. No, he knows who he is he knows he's always known who he is yeah, he just right. needed to hear him right yes mm-hmm. amen so i think that with this it brings us to the question what prevents us from receiving breakthrough yes mm-hmm. all right so on that note our very own pride and fears can prevent us from recognizing that we need a divine intervention from god mm. so sometimes we tell ourselves me no i'm not going through that true i need god no, That's no, true. I, I got this. Like, I'm good on my mm. own. So when we do that, we give an open ear to the enemy's voice because it's really mm. the enemy. Yeah. And we give an open ear to his voice and he convinces us that our spiritual obstacles are non-existent mm. and causes our hindrances. So everything that's holding us back to feel natural. Mm-hmm. And this is very dangerous because it prevents us from walking from the natural to the supernatural of God and wow. receiving our breakthrough. Yep. So the Bible tells us to, it, we're not against battle flesh and flesh and blood, mm-hmm. but against That's true. the spirits. That's true. Um, so we need to constantly, constantly go before the Lord and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal himself and reveal anything inside of ourselves that are holding us back, um, any obstacles that we had that may, we may have pushed it mm-hmm. um, into the back of our mind, like it's not important, mm-hmm. and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal it to us so we can come before the Lord and ask Him in prayer to give us a breakthrough. Amen. And I think that following that pride goes our, our dishonesty with God, right? Because mm-hmm. it's going to lead us to false promises. And by false promises, I mean that sometimes we're going to tell God, um, I'll go to church next week, right? Just mm-hmm. let me go out this week. Um, or it's, it's, it's a Friday night, but I'm sure there's nothing exciting going on at AYZ. So I'll just go next week. So our, our false promises are, are just going to sink us deeper in our obstacles. Yep. And I think that that's so powerful because it truly is in part partially on us for us to be able to be honest with God. Mm-hmm. Right? To have that conversation with God and speak to him about what we feel is not going fun in our lives so so that he may lead us closer to him because he wants to hear that from us amen and i'm a i'm a firm believer that i feel like you know we're just we we put 
obstacles ourselves. Like, like we limit ourselves from that breakthrough, yeah. right? Like, it's, yeah, I, I get it. You know, okay, you might want to blame, you know, the devil saying like, oh, you know, it's he's the one always making me fall. Yeah, but you put those limitations on yourself. Like, it, it's you, right? It's because you, you're giving him that window of opportunity, yeah. right? I mean, hey, the Bible tells us we everything, you know, we could do everything, you know, if God's on our side. You know, nothing's impossible, right? So if we put those limitations on ourselves, that's, that's it. We're already setting up. We can't a, give a, him that power. Yeah, exactly. So yep. we, we can't do that. Yep. But if we set those those limits on, our, on ourselves, we'll never be able to have that breakthrough, you know, yep. that we so long, you know, we seek for. Yeah. You know, we, we, and we definitely want to have that, be able to connect with God and, and have that special encounter with him one day. So Amen. absolutely. I, I, I agree with, with you, Emily, on that. Yes. Yeah, and now that you speak about that divine intervention, Emily, I think that this leads to something that has to happen before the breakthrough, and I think it's the breakdown. So in order for you to have a breakthrough, you're going to need to have a breakdown sometimes because sometimes you, you're moving too fast, right? You're, or sometimes you're just simply not listening. So I think that in Saul's case, if, if God hadn't done something serious to not damage but to, to stop him, then, then Saul wouldn't have had woken up to what he was doing. True. Um, and I think that in order for Paul to have his breakthrough, he needed to get blinded. So that was mm-hmm. his breakdown, right? Mm-hmm. He needed to be depraved or what he most needed to find those he persecuted. Mm-hmm. And that's his sight, right? Because it, his sight is technically what he used to find to find new areas, to find new towns, to find new cities where he could go and persecute Christians. Mm-hmm. Right? So God is going to take away what you most need sometimes, right? Because sometimes what you feel that you most need is what yeah. God needs to take away from your life. Because that's truly what your obstacle is. And so I think that in this case... Um, it was his sight that needed to get renewed, right? Yeah. And I think that that's, right. that's very symbolic, that it was his sight. It wasn't anything else. It was his sight because sometimes yeah. our sight is simply incorrect. So Saul's sight was, was completely incorrect. He was persecuting the wrong people. He was persecuting yep. people that, that had done nothing wrong. He was going against God, right? And so I think that when you get into something personal with God, God needs to, God needs to fully just grab you and hold you and tell you, I'm going to yes. have to take this and this away, and you're going to keep this and this, and this is how yeah. you're going to continue to live your life. Just like he prunes the branches. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, that's right. I absolutely agree. And I really like what you said, that God takes away what we think we need. So it reminds me of, like, uh, in Matthew chapter 19, when the young rich uh, man goes up to Jesus and asks him, he tells him, I've kept all the commandments. What else should I do to have eternity, right? So Jesus said to him, if you want to to be perfect, go sell what you have and give to the poor and you'll have treasure in heaven and come follow me. So that just shows. But of course, when the young man heard that saying, when he heard that saying, he went away sorrowfully for he had great possessions. So we must be willing to give up what we have in order to have what's the what's most important, which is that relationship with God. So and even though it might be hard, like it was in that situation where Amen. he just went, Amen. he went away sad, right? Yeah. He turned around sad. Yeah. But hey, it's something, it's, it's a sacrifice that's required. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you said, there's there's not a breakthrough unless there's a breakdown. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And and it's either, and either, either comes willingly or it's going to come for, you yeah. know, yeah. A, a little hey, force no matter what, yeah. you know, boom, here, yeah. you know, yeah, so. It could be hard, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, and so I feel that there's two different stories there, right? There's Esther who teaches us how to fight our battles. It, um, she teaches us to put our faith and our trust in God and God only for a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's Paul, right, who teaches us that our greatest preventions are not enough to contradict God's purpose in our life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he shows us that if God has promised a breakthrough, if you're in a situation you know isn't your final destination, then you should trust God for your miracle. Yeah. Yes. And with God, Amen. all things are possible. So, like, in this particular case, 
It continues. So Jesus said to his disciples, I assuredly say to you that it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. And again, I say to you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. So like when the disciples heard this, they were like astonished, right? Mm. But, and then Jesus continued to say, this is the most important part. He says, with men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. That's right. Amen. Amen. Yeah. That's right. One last point that I wanted to do um, or make was the mm-hmm. our willingness, our willingness of heart. Um, and in the story of Esther, we see how Esther comes before the king and the king tells her, what's your request? Mm. Anything you wish, any desire of your heart, no. I'll give to you. <laughs> that anything, even after up to half of my kingdom, wow. he says, right? Yeah. So that verse really shows how much he loved Esther. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. how much value he had for her in his heart. Mm-hmm. So if King Ahasuerus had so much love for Esther, we can only imagine how much more love Jesus has That's for right. us That's and mm-hmm. his church. Mm-hmm. That's right. And if we are just willing to come before him and ask him for our breakthrough, we will receive it. That's right. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And we believe that he will. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. Well, Guys, thank you so much for joining oh, us. Oh, man, time flies, right? Oh, yeah. We, we were just talking <laughs> about time flying, but yeah, it really does. But hey, guys, I mean, yeah, it really has been a pleasure to share this uh, moment with you guys about breakthrough. And great, great, great word. I, and I hope our, our listeners are really encouraged by it. Yes. And they seek this breakthrough, you know, that yes. we saw, you know, we we want to have. And But keep in mind, hey, the breakdown comes first, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right, so guys. Don't get uh, discouraged. Yes, that's right. Yep. Don't, don't get, get discouraged. discouraged. Very, Keep very fighting. true. Very true. Mm-hmm. So we'll uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode of uh, our Avalanche podcast. Amen. Amen. God bless Amen. you guys. Bless it was a pleasure. Guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Somebody celebrate.